Thanks for tuning in to Playoff Beards and the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lgrnetwork. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Playoff Beards. The beard is slowly returning, uh, slowly but surely here. Um, hopefully by the end of the series, it'll be back. But uh, back here with Adelia Chamberlain. And unfortunately today, uh, maybe not as much of a happy mood talking about hockey as we were the first uh, two episodes for the Stanley Cup nah. final. Nah. However, no way. No way. However... We said this was going to happen. You know, we had those oh, yeah. people online that were just like, oh, it's going to be an easy sweep for Colorado. And we were like, no, nope. no, it's that's not not how this works, guys. Sorry. So um, at least those people can kind of be quiet now and we can say I told you so because it was not going to be as easy. These are the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. Uh, They're not going to go down that quickly and that easily. Uh, and <clears throat> unfortunately... Uh, defeated the Colorado Avalanche at home, six to two in Game Three. But I, you know, on paper you go six to two. That seems like kind of a blowout. But uh, I think that there was definitely still some talking points for this game that we can sort of get into. And yeah, it was it was definitely there. There was some excitement despite the, the score and everything. Uh, it was a bummer seeing Tampa Bay win. You know, neither of us want to see Tampa Bay win. However. Stanley Cup final, they have the whole mice thing going for them, and it is what it is. But, uh, Adelia, overall thoughts on this game before we, uh, before we break it down a little bit? Wasn't our night. I mean, it was pretty obvious from the, the early in that second period that it just wasn't our night. Uh, Tampa was obviously pressing much more than they were in Game 2. And Game 2 was an anomaly. I knew Game 2 was an anomaly. That was not a a situation that was going to be happening going forward unless something really weird was happening and Tampa Bay decided to just completely roll over and give up their back-to-back Stanley Cups, which they're not going to do, and they didn't last night. Um, I missed the majority of the second period and everything live because internet is weird Damn you, outage! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But uh, the, uh, the game... I think the game wasn't as completely one-sided as the game two was. And I think that there were some moments in there where we played really well. Like we, we continue to kill it on the power play in the, on the road, especially in Gabrielle Landeskog. Like that guy's unbelievable. Gabe Landeskog's uh, (laughs) was his second goal. With, yeah. with the first one, the one that didn't count was Nikushkin's, right? Yeah, so it'd be Landeskog's second goal um, was an insane laser bolt into the back of the net. Um, Andre Vasilevsky played like Andre Vasilevsky last night. Yeah, she not done the real Vasilevsky stood up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, like, disheartened. I'm not 
I'm very just like, okay, it wasn't our night. Like, yeah. it could be worse. We could be down three nothing. We could be up three nothing. Like there, there are scenarios here, but there's not, the reality is that it's two one. We're still in control. If we yeah. win game four, we're definitely in control. So we'll see how yeah. tomorrow night goes, and then we'll see how I feel. And then we'll see how you feel. That's fair enough. There, um, I did want to talk about that first goal. So that it looked like uh, like was considering the MVP of the Stanley Cup final so far uh, in Valery Nichushkin. And he seemingly scored a goal that was challenged and took them forever. But for view- video viewers here on Patreon, patreon.com slash LGR Network, I want you to decide. That's the shot. That was the, you know, there has to be clear, clear evidence to overturn these kinds of goals. And that, to me... Looks like it's right on the line. I don't see much white in between the puck and the blue line. So it was a little bit surprising to me that they called this back. But again, maybe Toronto saw something that we didn't hear. But that is just so close. It's too close for me to sort of, if I were the officials, to overturn. Because it just it looks like it's kind of right on the line. And it's like there's not enough white. But uh, I don't know. What, what do you think, Adelia? Does that look like offside to you? I think it looks really, really, really close. It's really I'm not close. Gonna say, I'm not going to say that it wasn't offside because they determined it was offside. And Toronto apparently has different camera angles that are not available to the TV. Um, they were saying they have one that's right on that line. And if they have one right, right. on that line that showed it was offside, then it was offside. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's hard, I think, on things like this picture that you have up where you're going, coming at it at, from an angle mm-hmm. because you can't see it straight across. They apparently yeah. had a camera angle, I, ESPN was saying, where they like would show, see it sh- uh, straight across. Yeah. And so if they said it's offside, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe it's offside. I'm not going to go down the conspiracy theory rabbit right. hole. <laughs> but if, uh, if that goal had stood... And then we made it two nothing. I think that game's very different last night. Yes, I agree. And but, I, I also found it interesting that 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 Landeskog goal. So they got the power play goal and scored that for, first goal. And there was some question whether or not that could have been potentially overturned because of some interference. But he was clearly uh, Landeskog was clearly pushed into. Uh, well, it wasn't. It wasn't even that. It was that the puck never made it to Vasilevsky. <laughs> Right. Yeah, he never had really had any shot of it of defending he, against He it never before, had a so. play on it. So yeah. there there's no way that was goaltender interference. I would be I would have right. been fucking furious if they <laughs> yeah. that. But um the the first one, I get it. Like I get it. Like there are people on Twitter crying out about how that's karma for the offside that we had not called offside and scored a goal on in the first game of the Edmonton series. I'm like, whatever. Like, (laughs) I'm not, I don't go down these, I I try really hard not to go down these conspiracy theory rabbit holes on, oh, they wanted the game to go this way, so they called it this way kind of bullshit that so many people on my Twitter feed were doing last night. So, If they said it's offside, it's offside. Um, it, it was still a good start yeah. for us. We still ended up getting the first goal of the game, officially. Yeah, and up until that point, the Avalanche were 8-1. and one. 
when scoring the first goal in the playoffs. So uh, they are now eight and two after that. But you know, still an interesting statistic to look at that more often than not, if they whoever I, and I think I think that probably goes both ways. I feel like the scoring the first goal is usually pretty critical in these kinds of games, and we've seen that play out that way a lot. But you know, it's hockey, so it's, you can't always rely on those statistics. There's always some craziness that happens. But, um, yeah, so they, they ended up scoring the first goal anyway. It would have been two and two to nothing if they hadn't had that goal called back. Um, but uh, Anthony Sorelli, with his first goal in 14 games, scored the equalizer. Uh, and that was just a clear breakaway goal. Like, Darcy Kemper really yeah. didn't have any shot of defending that one. Uh, and then Palat with the go-ahead goal to put Tampa Bay up two to one, headed into the second period. And another interesting statistic that they showed, I think, um, leading up into this game was that they were the Lightning were 19 and four when Palat scores in a playoff game. So they are now up 20 and four after that. So interesting thing to look at there. Uh, Nick Paul got hurt. Uh, he he looked like he got really he got, took a nasty hit there and was off to the locker room. And then I thought it was kind of funny that. He comes back and scores like really early, even if it is the Lightning. I thought that was, you know, that's it's kind of funny when that happens when a guy like, oh, is he going to come back for the game? And then he he's right back out there to start the second period and he scores the big goal to put Tampa Bay up three one. So, um, yeah, that was that was another sort of uh, interesting part of this story. But um, <clears throat> I think this was like this, you know, the start of the second period. So this is about when your power started crapping out on you. And I think Tampa, you didn't really miss much because Tampa Bay kind of took over at that point. Um, Vasilevsky was making some great saves throughout this game. Um, there, there, there was a point where it was like, okay, if, if Vasilevsky, he just made this crazy save. Uh, and I was thinking, oh, if they can contain the power play here, uh, then that's probably over. That Tampa Bay's probably sealed the deal. They didn't. Uh, contain the power play and Landeskog scored that goal that we just talked about, but uh, Tampa Bay still won anyway. Steven Stamkos, I just wrote down on my note here, fuck you, Stamkos. That was my <laughs> note. <laughs> that was the note that I had. Um, and then, yeah, Maroon and Palat again coming out and sort of sealing the deal with the dagger goals for Tampa Bay. But um, by the end of the ser- second period, it did get pretty chippy. By the bench, uh, some definitely some squabbling going on. We did have a fight later on in the game that was pretty entertaining. Um, but I was I thought it was kind of funny. We had uh, Maroon and Bogosian just yelling back and forth with Josh Manson uh, on the bench. Uh, I, I love those shots of like two guys that the, they're so far at the end of their bench trying to like yell at the other bench that they're almost like falling out of the <laughs> out of off the bench. Yeah, that's always kind of funny to watch. But um, yeah, by the end of this, they uh, they pulled Darcy Kemper and put in François or François. I can't. I, I don't know. François. François. Thank you. Um, so I think after they gave up that sixth goal, they had um, they had they put in François, and that was sort of it. But um, they did have two power play attempts there towards the end of the second period. They really had to score on at least one of those, I think, to sort of make it a game. And stay in the game, but unfortunately they just couldn't do anything against the uh, the defensive wall 
of the Tampa Bay Lightning, which has been rebuilt after Game Two, unfortunately. Yeah. So there's, I think there's still some chinks in the armor there of that wall, of that defensive wall. But um, yeah, it was a it was a relatively entertaining second period. Uh, the third period was basically just you know for the majority of it, Tampa Bay playing defense, not letting anything really get into their zone. Um, Kucherov uh, on a five five on three. Advantage looked like he got hurt, went to the locker room. So I don't know if he was back out there by the end of the game. But, I don't think um, so. I heard he. So that's going to keep your eye. I out. heard he's likely for game four. Okay. Uh, Braden Point apparently doubtful for game four, which I'm not surprised. Interesting. At. Yeah, yeah. His he team didn't like play at all in game three. Yeah, yeah. Braden Point is another name to look at. Looks like he might be out for at least the next couple games. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll have to keep our eye on Kucherov as well. Um, Colorado made it somewhat interesting there when they pulled their goalie with about, I think like five or six minutes left in the game. Maybe it was a little bit less than that, but they had, they, they turned it into a six on four man advantage for about a minute and made it somewhat interesting. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, they weren't really going to ever be able to do anything with that. And then the O'Connor versus Colton fight that I mentioned earlier, that was pretty fun as well, but. Yeah, those are basically all, all the notes that I have on this game. Um, any, any other thoughts on this, Adelia? Um, I think that the uh, the Logan O'Connor fight at the end was just sort of sending a message like, hey, we're still fighting. Like, even the pulling the goalie, yeah. being down 6-2, is we're still fighting, we're still trying. Anything can happen, and it's the Stanley Cup Finals, and we're going to do whatever it takes. And so... I think that was just some, some message sending. I don't think that anybody really thought that, oh, we'll, you know, tie the game if we pull the goalie and get an extra attacker on there or whatever. Um, I think that uh, there's a highly good chance, maybe this is just me wishful thinking, but a good chance that we might see Kadri in the, the next game. He was out there stick handling, uh, doing shooting drills, stuff like that at morning skate yesterday. He looks like he's he's out there. If he, if he can go at all, I think he's on the bench, especially since Burkowski's out. I don't know if Burkowski will be back. Um, okay. He didn't play yesterday, obviously. Um, I I'm not like I'm not super upset over this. Now we end up losing this series. I'll be super upset over this. Yeah. But for one game right now, I'm not super upset over it. And yeah. we put in a better performance tomorrow night, which I fully anticipate us doing. Um, it is always hard, especially in a championship round of playoffs, when you destroy and dominate a team for them not to come back right. with the way that Tampa did last night. Yeah, I would have been point. more shocked if we had defeated them in a manner like a six-two scoreline last night than they were than the fact that they defeated us six-two. Yeah, that would have been really surprising. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, I I agree. I I sort of feel like we gave up a couple of soft goals in the second period. The second period is what killed it because we went from being down two-one to five-two. I believe it was right. At the end of the second period, that that yep. was it. The second period was everything last night, um, but anything can happen. And we, uh, I knew this was not going to be a sweep, <laughs> and I, yeah. I'm, I'm prepared for the, 
I'm prepared for the the long haul here. So yeah, just so long as we hoist the cup at the end of it, that's all I care about. I don't care about the journey to get there at this point. Just I just want that. yeah. Uh, the worst case scenario would be that Colorado do what the, did what the uh, the Rangers did and just lose the next three straight. Like we do not. That, we know that would be the worst case scenario. Yeah, that would be the worst case But um, I, I, I don't agree see that, that happening. But no, I don't think it will. Uh, and and I think that the next game, uh, as we sort of were speculating, there is going to be a lot closer. I think both teams are going to step it up. I think Colorado is going to step it up from their performance in Game Three. And I think that it could be a very, very close game. I'm, I'm thinking like a three to two overtime victory or four to three overtime victory, maybe for, for one of these two teams could go either way. You know, I think our, our long-term prediction was that the avalanche would win in six. So that does mean that the lightning have to win one more game, whether that's Mm -hmm. game four or game five in Colorado. But I I think like, I think we both predicted that, that that uh, Tampa would win the next game and that Colorado would win the next two after that uh, at home. And then that big, I still want Tampa Bay to suffer a big loss at home in game six. Like I'd like, be fine. On. I'd be fine if the big loss at home is game four and we go home and clinch it in game five. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Uh, I could see that happening too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say something and I can't remember what it was. Oh, happens um, Corey Perry, the, the pest oh, yeah. that is yes. Corey Perry, became uh, yes. the first player in NHL history to score a Stanley Cup Finals goal with four different teams. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. He, he scored with the Ducks, the Stars, the Canadians, and now the Lightning. Three of those teams in the last three years, the, the Stars, the Canadians, and the Lightning. The Ducks, obviously, was a while back, but... That was, yeah. um, I was like, why does it have to be Corey Perry of all people? I know, of, of all people. I have another interesting Corey Perry statistic for you here. Okay. Uh, they The Tampa Bay Lightning are 6-0 and in the playoffs when Corey Perry scores a goal. So talk about being a pest. That's what you have to look for. So God forbid, God forbid Corey Perry scores a goal because it usually means yeah. the Tampa Bay Lightning win. But yeah, that's a pretty crazy statistic right there. Um, I have a couple more stat notes here for you. Uh, the Lightning are also twenty-three and two now, I believe, in the playoffs when Nikita Kucherov has two or more points. So that's another pretty crazy thing to look at there. So watch out for Nikita Kucherov. Uh, and then the other thing. For the Colorado Avalanche, was this was their first road loss in the 2022 playoffs. Uh, every other game they had won on the road, and I believe this was only like their third loss of the, the entire third playoffs. loss of the entire third playoffs. Loss. Yeah. yeah, so pretty good. I mean, despite the loss here, pretty pretty good stats for the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. And I don't think this game is any indication of the ultimate result. Maybe I still think that the Colorado Avalanche are the team to beat in this series, and I still I still have my hope hopes and faiths that they will get the job done here when all is said and done. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to see the Please Tampa Bay Lightning God. win no. again. Like Wait, I, you know, I, I, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here to support the Avalanches. You know, 
for you and everything, but uh, I think I'm, more so than that, I just want to see the Lightning lose. <laughs> so I'm more so rooting against the Lightning than anything else. But Yeah, our, our good buddy Ryan uh, Christensen was telling me we were being biased in yesterday's episode. It was like, <laughs> of course I'm being biased. What are you talking about? We can admit that. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I'm looking forward to game four. I'm probably looking forward to game four more than I was looking forward to game three. I just had this feeling all day yesterday. Okay, this isn't our day. We're, we're going to lose yeah. today. It was a weird day. It was kind of a weird off day, I think, for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how the, we rebound from this, but we've rebounded from losses so far in the postseason really well. Like, we had the chance to uh, clinch... Uh, the series against St. Louis in Game Five, we lost Game Five to St. Louis. And we came back and won Game Six. So, I uh, I have we haven't had back to back losses so far this postseason. I was just going to ask that, yeah. So, uh, I was going to ask you something else here. This is an interesting top topic and talking point that they were kind of uh, at least the feed that I was watching. They were speculating on: Do you go with Franco or do you go with Darcy Kemper in Game Four? as your starter, if you were the coach of the Avalanche Delia? I think that they pulled Kemper because they're going to keep Kemper, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't mind it if Frankie came in and played because Frankie's won six games in the postseason for us so far. Like, he's obviously well good enough to do it, but I, yeah. I think they'll stick with Kemper. Kemper's been the number one all season. I don't think that's going to change now just because – he had a bad period because really that's all it was. He made some incredible saves yeah. early in that game. And the third period wasn't bad. The first period wasn't bad. It was just a bad period. Like we're going to completely change goaltenders entirely because of that. I just, I don't see that happening. Yeah. I guess you could make the argument that while Franco's came in and he, he didn't give up a goal, but I do think that Darcy Kemper is your guy. He's been the guy all season, and there's no reason not to start him in game four um, other than, yeah, maybe you could make a point that, oh, he had a bad period. But, I mean, there's a reason that they were the best team in the league for the majority of the season, and I think Darcy Kemper was a huge reason for that. So, you know, I think I think I'm kind I of just, with you on that. Start I will be surprised if it's Frankie, but I will have full confidence in him if it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll we'll just kind of have to wait and see what happens there. But um, I I would be a little surprised if they didn't go with Darcy Kemper as starting. But yeah, you never know. I think by the time they get back to Colorado, though, he'll, he'll be the guy in net. So. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, game four is going to be fun to watch. But I don't know. I, I as, as you said, you're more excited for game four than you were for game three. I feel like I'm probably more excited for game five than I would be a game four just because it's back at Ball Arena in Denver. And I love the yeah. energy of that place. Oh, uh, the so Blink-182 Blink sing-alongs and everything. It's, it seems like a really, really fun venue to go see a hockey game. Especially I saw right some I, I saw some Tampa Bay Lightning fans during games one and two like complaining about the Blink One Eighty Two thing, and then they score in this game here uh, in Game Three, and they start playing and singing along to Sweet Caroline. I was like, really? Oh, come on! <laughs> You're gonna complain about Blink One Eighty Two? Come on! Um, as a Yankee fan, 
I hate Sweet Caroline with a passion. I love Neil Diamond, but Sweet Caroline is just trash. Get that Fenway Park shit out of here. Sorry, Brandy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that's um, pretty much all I have on this game, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how the rest of the series plays out. And um, I'm going to be busy doing other things the next few games, so I'm either going to have to watch the highlight video package or I'm going to have to watch it uh, the replay on ESPN or ESPN Plus or something. So, yeah. Um, Looking forward to it for sure, and uh, we will be back in a couple days to discuss game four and preview game five a little bit. I think I'm st- still sticking with my prediction, Avalanche in six, but um, you never know. Stanley Cup playoffs, they're crazy, so I still think anything can happen, but it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, anything can happen. There's a maximum of four games left in this uh, season. And we just have to win two of them. They have to win three. Yeah. I mean, the math's still on our side here. We gotta so. go. We gotta go five hundred. Yeah. The cup, basically. So. Yep. Yeah, definitely gonna be fun to watch. Uh, thank you all for tuning in for this. If you're listening on audio form on the podcast, we really, really appreciate it. Give us a five star rating, all that good stuff. Share it with your friends, any hockey fans that you know uh, that are into watching this series. We appreciate it if you recommend the show to them and just your support in general on the Let's Get Ready Network. Uh, if you're watching us on video, patreon.com slash LGR Network is where you can go to see that. It's only $1 a month. That'll give you access to our Discord. You can chat with us about all sorts of stuff there as well uh, as being able to catch us here on video. So uh, thank you all for your continued support. And we will be back for episode seven of Playoff Beards coming up here in just a couple days. So until then, everybody, thanks, y'all, and we'll talk to you soon.